Are you thinking about buying or selling a home or are a real estate professional and want to keep up with what's happening in the Twin Cities real estate news market and trends? Then come hang out with us for a little while. Hi, I'm Kirk Duckwall and welcome to the Twin Cities real estate show. I'd like to welcome back again, just like a regular co-host now, yeah. Jilly Jenkins. Hello. Thanks for having me again. Yes. Thank you for coming I am in. basically a co-host, so. Yeah. <laughs> I think we have you on the web page now. Do you? I believe so. Yeah. Like co-host. Good. <laughs> give, give you that title. Um, yeah. So today we're going to be diving in. I mean, so many changes in our marketplace. It's been crazy. Um, I just did a um, market video, um, the mastermind video, and it's about prices versus rates versus mm-hmm. inventory and there are these just knobs that are moving but it's kind of funny there's a lot of cogs yeah yeah <laughs> it, 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 it's it's each one is affecting the market differently and some of them yep. beneficial to the marketplace as far as keeping it uh stable in a it's, certain sense yeah yeah um so inventory yes mm-hmm. yeah and that's the one like i, I think i mentioned that's last week got us it's it it's the one that surprised me i thought when rates moved we'd start to see <clears> that inventory really rise and it, it didn't go up as much. I mean, the days on market had picked up and, and months supply had picked up. Yeah. But definitely some interesting trends we're going to dive into there. Um, but yeah, today's uh, topic, we're going to really dive in deep next segment into pricing a home for this marketplace. And that's something that has changed three times in the last few months. Like yeah. which way do you go about doing this? And the a method that I was promoting even a month and a half ago is not the method no. somebody should use today. Because, I mean, realistically, if you look back for the past, let's let's say two years conservatively. Yeah. Um, well, you didn't even have to try pricing. You, well, <laughs> right? Stamp a price on it, market will. Just, just highest bidder. Yeah. But realistically, we have been doing, at least I have been um, doing where you – look up the past comps for six months and then a year. Yep. And then you might need to, if you're looking at a year ago, look and see what the average price point increase had been and, yep. and make take the that adjustments, in, yeah. make the adjustments, take that in consideration for what you're suggesting to your client. That is not the case yeah. now. So let's <laughs> get into a bit of the current market, trends mm-hmm. and, and kind of what's happening because that, that's what that, agents that, are still doing yes right now oh yeah and you're seeing a lot of price drops because Th- of it they're using the old method mm-hmm. of, of pricing and you have to work with the market at your hand not the market that was and we do see this seasonally every year yeah. agents will price it higher than they should yeah, they have price it where the home sold because in the spring. they yeah. price it at the peak market april whatever and so we see that every year but it's been a lot this year so a couple of the driving factors that we're looking at. So just looking at new listings into our marketplace, we had two good running weeks. Um, I mentioned it looked like we were going to have that, and, and that's what happened. We had 1,433 listings into the marketplace, followed by uh, 1,451. Now it's dropped back to kind of a, a more expected pace for this time of year, uh, down to 1,273. That said, and this is the one I think is very interesting. If we look back at last year, going back um, same time, but a couple weeks, we saw pending sales increasing. Mm -hmm. The same thing just happened this year. The difference is, is we've just seen interest rates in those two weeks move up by three quarters of a percent. 
And oh, so wow. I was shocked to see pending sales still increasing in a market where the affordability, you know, is, is dropping. Yeah, it's dropping. So. Do you think that that could be people jumping on board before they know that the interest rates are going to get higher? Or I, No one knows, I guess, anything for sure, but they have an inkling that interest rates are going to continue to get higher. That's what I'm being told by the lenders that I work with. I th- and they're like, let's get in before it's even worse. Yeah, I mean, I know conversations I've had this week have, have been a lot about have rates peaked. And we're going to no. talk about rates in a second. I'm sorry, um, I jumped ahead there. <laughs> um. I will agree to disagree okay. with you on that. No, no but you no, think, we'll get it. We'll, we'll get the rates it. haven't peaked. Well, I think they, they may have. Really? Um, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll jump into that in a second. But so, so pending sales goes up. Um, and I think it's because we're seeing those prices really uh, coming to a spot where a buyer looks and goes, hey, I can get this house for 30, 40, 50,000 less than where things were in the springtime. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm going to pay $150, $200 more a month in, in interest, yeah. but that, that may just be temporary, especially if it you're using- It is temporary, right? Yeah, using the, it, like yeah. a two-one buy-down program or something like that, that you could uh, put the rates in a much more affordable place for the short term. Um, and even if maybe you don't have the cash on hand to do that buy-down in addition to what you need for closing costs and down payment, rates aren't going to stay high like this. I don't yeah. think we're going to see- I mean, I had a client that was in the 1% range. It was almost 2%, but it was one point something like a year ago. Yeah. We're not going to see that again. Yeah. No, but it's not going to stay this high for the lifetime of owning that home, you know? Well, right. And, and so I think the, pl- the plan right now needs to be get yourself into the best loan that you can um, as a buyer um, that will put you in a position where you're ready to refinance in. A couple a year. of years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most of the uh, professionals out there that, that look at rates and bond markets and all of that are expecting things to really subside into the latter half of next year. Now, yeah. I, I do think that, I mean, rates this last week, if you would have seen what happened like earlier in the week, it, it went from in the high fives to almost 7%. Yeah, just, which is Just crazy. like that. Yeah, it was. It was, you know, and there was some some uh, uh, talk about the feds potentially raising um, rates and, and injected a lot of fear into the marketplace. And again, mortgage interest rates move before the Fed rate. So if we do see increases, a lot of times that's already baked in by the time. Well, I, I, not a lot of times, all, all the time. It's baked in by the time typically that hits, unless the Fed does something that they, they said they weren't going to do. That is know? a good point to bring up is just from what's going on with the Feds doesn't necessarily 100% reflect what will happen with your interest rate while you're purchasing right. or with how your lender decides they're going to make up rules because we saw that when COVID hit. Like yep. different lender companies, different brokerages, whatever. They so before, started free falling. Before we get into our next segment, I know time just flies so quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Minute 30 of this one. Yeah. Yeah. So inventory. We saw inventory drop back ever so slightly from 9,045 to 9,039. But we are basically within a half a percent now of where inventory was last year. With as high as interest rates have come from last year, the change, inventory has not. And so 
that is what's keeping the market kind of moving along at even a faster pace than it was in 2019. And so, you know, for, for those thinking like, oh, it's going to be a bubble burst and bad stuff coming, the inventory yeah. is so low. The inventory and, is really right? what's got us. And, 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 you know, people are always going to be in a position where they need to move, right? Yeah. You know, job changes, uh, family changes, whatever it may be. And I can tell you this. I mean, I went through that market in 2008 through 2012. People always need to move. Now, yeah. not maybe everybody, maybe some people are going to be like, I'm going to wait for rates to come down, whatever it may be. But certain people are going to be in situations where they, but they need the to. the inventory is like what is going to keep our market more stable. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not a good situation. We don't have enough people or enough houses for the people that need them. Um, so we got to take a commercial break. We'll come We're, back to that. Yeah, let's jump back <laughs> to that. If you have any questions, feel free to give us a call. Check us out at TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com as well. We'll be right back. Our local sponsors are Bricks Real Estate, Network Title, Eric Bloomstrad and Chad Preeby with Bell Bank Mortgage, Structure Tech Home Inspections, James Tufson with Country Financial, along with Cregan's Construction and Gray Duck Staging and Design. Hi, I'm Ruben with Structure Tech Home Inspections. Everyone knows you should have a home inspection before you buy a home, but we've heard of home buyers being encouraged to skip the home inspection in this crazy market to make their purchase offer more attractive. Now they're facing tens of thousands of dollars in unexpected repairs. I'm telling you now, don't skip the home inspection. Here at Structure Tech, we can get your home inspected quickly and we offer a full line of services. Visit us online at structuretech.com to learn more. Don't fall for the billboards or the clickbait. There is no such thing as today's rate. Mortgages and mortgage rates are individual to you. Chad Preby and Eric Bloomstrand with Bell Bank Mortgage are here to show you the formula to get your best rate. Once you know this formula, you can mortgage shop with confidence. Find us online at chadpreby.com. That is chadpreby.com. NMLS 1462493 Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Hi, I'm Kurt Duckwall with Bricks Real Estate and the Twin Cities Real Estate Show. Buying or selling a home is one of the biggest financial transactions people make. Before you make your next move, download our free smart home buyer or smart seller guides to give you the edge in our real estate market. From deal hunting to knowing the right repairs for maximizing value, these free guides have it all. Check them out and more at BricksTwinCities.com under publications. Welcome back to the Twin Cities Real Estate Show. If you have any questions or real estate needs, feel free to reach out after the show, 651-303-0019, or you can hit us up at TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com. There you can see all of our past shows. And our Smart Home Buyer and Smart Seller Guides are there free for anybody to download as well. Take advantage of those. Lots of great tips on, on kind of just getting yourself ready for that buy or sell situation. So today we're gonna dive deep into pricing a home for the new market. Um, but one of the things uh, we kind of wrapped up with was just touching on inventory, inventory. right? So- um, That's like the big, the big cog, we said cogs earlier, no. that is 
hugely different, vastly different from 0809. Everyone has got PTSD still from 0809. Everyone. And that's what everyone's saying. Oh, next crash. We're happy. It's coming up. Next crash. The main difference other than predatory lending (laughs) is inventory. Right, Kirk? Like we've got. There was 36,000 listings in the Twin Cities market when the market started to slide down in 2008. And how many do we have today? Around 9,000. Yeah. So a vast difference. And and it's a struggle just to move up or mm 1,000 listings or 2,000 listings in a year. And I tell my clients this when they are concerned about a crash like 0809. We had to stop new construction. It came to a halt. Like buildings were left, sticks in the air to rot. It it stopped. Yeah, Uh, we lost um, a huge chunk of housing that should have now been affordable housing. Right, like twelve, fifteen years later, that would have been maybe even a first time homebuyer option. Um, right, we, these we houses were being built we in, don't have in, the, that. in the you know, 250, 300 range, yeah. which would have been perfect for, that's what we're missing right we're now missing is a lot, it. Of, a lot there's of There's no so. way for us feasibly to build ourselves out of our, indus, or yeah. our inventory deficit. Um, we were without talking, a lot of changes. Without huge, huge, um, I would say government assistance, like federal government assistance. And we also kind of talked a little bit briefly about um, local regulations, regulations and zoning yep. and um, permitting is definitely causing it a huge deficit. And you know, I was just saying that lack of per permit costs upwards housing. of sixty seventy five thousand dollars for a building permit, which is unreal. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's insane. Uh, okay, just let's dive <laughs> in to this pricing of a, a house. So first off, is what is a comp? And I think that's mm-hmm. important to know because so many people will look at their neighbor's house and go, oh, my neighbor's home sold in two days. Uh, their house is very similar to mine. And then you, you look it up and, you know, there's a story and a half and, and the other one's a, a split level or a one yeah. story, right? Or, um, yeah, maybe built around the same time, but uh, square square footage. Well, this one is... Yeah. 500 square feet bigger. Or um, you have like 0.11 acres and they had two acres, r- you know? Right. Yeah. Or so there's a lot of cha- differences for comps that you need to be aware of. So what I'm looking at is, okay, is the house that I'm going to use as a comparable? And keep in mind, a comparable is not trying to find a home that's exactly the same as yours. You're not, you're not going to find that. What you're looking Unless for it's is- it's like a townhouse you're gonna, or a condo. You're going to compare the mm-hmm. two. Is it better? Is it worse? Right. That's what we're looking at. So I'm looking to see, is that sale that I'm looking at crossing any major roads or uh, railroad tracks or, you know, um, lakes, uh, some sort of like boundary, um, a city line, city, right? That's yeah. a big one. School district. Another. I'm in Northeast and Minneapolis and Columbia Heights are huge different pr- difference in pricing. Mm-hmm. And if someone is in Northeast and I list their property and an appraiser is going to pull Columbia Heights comps, that's a big difference. Different yep. different tax zone, taxation, different county even, you know? So that making sure you're close. I always say within a few blocks. That's what I'm looking. I'm looking within a few blocks. Then what style is it? You don't want to compare a minivan to a pickup truck. So don't <laughs> compare a one story to a split level. Mm-hmm. Don't. Yeah. They're different. They're different, right? So try to keep the style um, within the same size, within a few hundred square feet, plus or minus, um, and age as well, plus or minus, you know, 10 years, either side. And then also age along with that, has there been 
major rehabilitation for that property. Well, that was the next thing I was going to say, condition. Huge updates. Right? Has, mm-hmm. Are the finishes dramatically different? One house is 70s shag carpet and the other one's hardwood floors. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference. Well, I know one I was looking at yesterday to prove a point. I'm like, okay, see where this house is priced? It's priced 50000 higher than we're going to go. And the reason is it's because they have a $50,000 plus kitchen. Mm, that they mm-hmm. put in there gourmet that, kitchens right that we're not and luxury bathrooms exactly mm-hmm. so you want to make sure you're giving proper consideration to that um and you know if you don't do this what happens is you price too high and you get with what i love ben says the kiss of death yeah. which is market time a lot of market time yep. and right now talking about ptsd there's a lot of buyers out there that if this house has more than seven to ten days of market time they go what's wrong with it even though the average market time right now is 22 plus yeah so and also agents aren't setting their sellers up for for that either to know it's probably not going to sell in the weekend over right. the, you're probably not going to have an offer that in two hours of it coming on the market like we were before. But you want to make sure you're priced competitively enough that the showings happen. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned in the last segment how a lot of agents price, right? They yeah. look at the, they look back six months to a year and it's price it to now. the solds, right? So one of the ways that I, uh, in some of the meetings had talked about was pricing it based on where those comparables listed at versus where they sold at. Mm-hmm. Because now you're adjusting a little bit for the craziness that was in the market early in the year. You know, did the house price at 325 and sold for 375? Mm-hmm. That's that was my recommendation previously. Was hey, let's look at that. And that was a that worked through this summer. Yes. Right? Yep. That hey, if you did that That's something sh- that I think has been smart to do in the peaks of a market the past several years. So it's looking back at where those homes listed absolutely has, um, was a way to do it. Um, But again, if you were pricing at where those homes sold in the summer, you were sitting and building, Mm -hmm. building the market time. Um, Another way is pricing it to active listings. So, here we're not looking at the solds we're looking at what comparables are active what is your competition in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. i did have that recently with a listing of mine where we had a number and we decided on a number with comps involved and then oh listing popped up 10 grand less than what we were going to do they wanted to sell it faster you know that's what the they that's what that owner cared about was getting it sold fast and so it bumped us down i was like we we can't compete, you know? Right. If, you, if you're on at the same time and they're there, mm-hmm. um, you, you have to match or you have to wait for them to be sold. And yeah. that may take time. And I like to go and look at those listings with my client. If we're having a, you know, conversation about pricing and maybe we're not meeting, we're like together. Let's go look at those houses together yeah. and, and see the conditions at those other houses and then make an honest judgment on what it, how does it stack up to what the house you want to sell? That's yeah, that's a mm-hmm. great strategy. You know, and, and it's and you can't smell pictures. No, <laughs> I did that with a client this summer, and holy cow, yeah, that's why that house hadn't sold. It smelled like death in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, the new thing that I've kind of started to implement in the last few weeks is actually looking at the showing rate that's happening, and pricing a home to how many showings a house is getting. 
Mm-hmm. And, and, and so looking at, hey, there are these five houses, but these two aren't really getting any showings. This one's getting a fair amount, I think, is uh, a really good way to go, hey. And, and a lot of times, of course, the one that gets a fair amount of showings is, is the one that ends up getting an offer accepted that, that weekend. And so mm-hmm. um, I just did a market analysis last night, and I brought one, which had four showings, which is actually pretty reasonable pace, four showings over the weekend. Uh, I think the average right now was like 3.14 for the Twin Cities. So this had four, and they ended up getting an offer accepted. There was another one that had eight, and when I had printed it off, nothing had happened yet on it. Well, by the time I showed up to the house and opened it up, there it was oh. under you know under contract. Yeah. I was saying, hey, this is where this house, which is significantly newer, significantly more upgrades, and, and this is where they were priced. So getting to your point of really understanding those comparables, where do you think if you were a buyer out there, you know, you would want to yeah. see the price, um, and what would get you to come see your house, right? Yeah. And I mean, we're in a different market than we were earlier this year, and we're going to be in a different market in the next couple months, and we'll be in a different market a couple months from then. Well, and it moves so fast. You need to have an agent that's aware of the changing of market, the tides, because it is a constant flux, and you can't just pull comps from the past six months and say, here we are. There's a lot more to take into consideration. Yeah. I mean, that that idea is like our market moves like this all the time, and, and it doesn't. It I mean, it's like historically, yeah, the 12 12 months, yeah, but it's a roller coaster in between that, you know? Yep. Um, well, we're going to take a commercial break. When we come back for the last segment, I would like to dive in to just some tips that people can use um, for uh, a sale that may take place in the fall or mm-hmm. early winter. I know we were discussing some ideas uh, before the show on that. Get the most for your money. Yeah. If you have any house. questions for us, please feel free to reach out. If you have any real estate needs, you can give us a call 651-303-0019. Check out all of our past shows and publications at TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com. We'll be right back. Not every title company is the same. There are many people involved with each real estate transaction and all of them need to be in the loop or a closing may get delayed. This is why the people at Network Title strive to provide swift scheduling and communication between the buyers, sellers, agents, and lenders. We know moving can be stressful, however your closing does not need to be. Check us out online at network-title.com. My name is James Tobson with Country Financial. Anyone can sell you insurance. However, is it going to be the insurance you need? When life pops up with its surprises, you want the right coverage. When it comes time to find or renew your policy, give me a call. I would love to review your existing policy and show you what I can do for you. You can email me at james.tobson at countryfinancial.com or give me a call at 651-365-3408. Hi, I'm Becca, owner of Grey Duck Staging. With today's home buyers beginning their journey exclusively online, the look and feel of your home matters more than ever. Whether it's a simple in-home consultation, a refresh using your current furniture, or a whole home staging, our goal is always the same showing your home in the best light and helping you achieve the highest sales price possible. To learn more, visit us at greyduckstaging.com or check us out on Instagram at greyduckstaging.
All right, this is a little take two of our third segment here. Just wasn't quite ready the last time I started. All right, so talking today about pricing your home in the current market. Uh, this last segment, though, I wanted to touch on some of the things that sellers can do if they are looking at selling in the mm-hmm. in the fall market. Little tips. Little tips. And where can we find those tips, Kirk? Well, in the Smart Seller Guide <laughs> under publications, TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com. Check it out. A lot, a lot of great tips in yes. there. Um, I think first and foremost, you know, importance of, of staging. Yep. I stage for my clients. Um, if you're working with an agent that maybe doesn't offer staging, find a stager. It used to be the past couple years, you would stage to get a lot more money. It wouldn't be to sell it. It would right. be to get more money. Yep. Um, you don't want to leave. Technically, I think it's like four to six ish percent, percent more yep. mm-hmm. that you're going to get for staging your house. Yep. So in our peak markets, that's for lot, average yeah. price home, like that's like 20 grand that you're yeah. losing out on by not staging. Yeah. Now we're kind of moving into the time of year and potentially market. leveling off mar- type of yeah. market where you want to stage it to get it sold quicker. You want to stage it. Which we it. know achieves higher prices. Yep. It's going to achieve higher prices, but it's going to most likely get you sold before the 22-day average. Right. It's going to put you ahead of your neighbors that didn't invest in that staging where they have an empty, vacant home. Yep. Um, it definitely helps. Show it better. It shows better. Mm-hmm. People, we're living in an HGTV era, yeah. and buyers expect gorgeous turnkey homes. We're, we're not really in the... We're not really in the mode well, as much as we were. I think they expect were. to see gorgeous turnkey mm-hmm. homes when they're looking online. I think they're a much more tolerable of conditional things once they're there and realize the house might work for them. But staging also helps a buyer overlook, like yeah. choose it gets to people- overlook the qualities of the home that they didn't love. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it has people picture themselves yep. there as their home. Another one I want to <clears> touch <throat> on real quick is, you know, doing a fall cleanup, you know, mm-hmm. um, that, get that those gutters, yeah, get the gutters, get those gutters. um, you know, making sure <laughs> hoses are put away and, and toys and, and whatnot, because Take you, ne- you never know stuff. when the snow is going to hit and you, you don't want, you don't want those ornaments that aren't really ornaments <laughs> out there. Right. <laughs> Yeah, um, get cut cut down all the dead stuff. And the, the last year. is uh, what I call holiday smells. You know, the the apple uh, cider or pumpkin spice <laughs> or something. You know, throw throw something on the stove and and get that in the air. You yeah. know, it just makes people feel warm. And and it's it's a little tip that I use. Um, but yeah, that's it. Everybody have a great week. People always ask realtors, "What is your commission?" But what they should be asking is what is your rate of return? Commissions only vary by a couple of percent from agent to agent. However, the price per square foot you get just based on their experience and the quality of marketing they use can vary by 10% or more. At Bricks Real Estate, our agents use the right marketing and have the experience to get you top dollar for your house. See what we can do for you at BricksTwinCities.com. Not every title company is the same. There are many people involved with each real estate transaction and all of them need to be in the loop or a closing may get delayed. This is why the people at Network Title strive to provide swift scheduling and communication between the buyers, sellers, agents, and lenders. We know moving can be stressful, however your closing does not need to be. Check us out online at network-title.com.
Don't forget to check us out online anytime at TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com. There you can find all of our past shows, our weekly market updates, along with the latest and greatest searching and researching tools and our free publications to include the Smart Home Buyer Guide and the Smart Seller Guide, along with the BRICS Report, all of these free for you. If you have any real estate questions, please feel free to give us a call, 651-303-0019. Again, 651-303-0019. Happy to help answer any of your real estate questions or assist with your real estate needs.